Today, join Rabbi Jonathan Burness as he walks through the streets of Jerusalem to follow the last 24 hours of Jesus's life on earth, a day that changed the world forever. Just ahead on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith and world events surrounding Israel. The Jewish scriptures revealed hundreds of years before Yeshua was ever born that the Messiah would suffer and die. Isaiah 53 prophesied he was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of sorrows and acquainted with pain, and then goes on to tell us that we all like sheep have gone astray, that each of us has turned to our own way, and that the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Psalm 22, another messianic prophecy reads, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The words that Yeshua actually spoke on the cross. And then it goes on to say, I'm poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. Now, this sounds very much like a crucifixion. What happened during that last day, a day that changed the course of human history forever, a day that has changed my life and hopefully has changed your life as well. It all began with what we call the Last Supper, but in fact, this was a Seder meal found in the book of Exodus. This was a watershed deliverance event in history until that moment. Now Yeshua is bringing new fulfillment to the Passover Seder meal. Now, we find this uh, commanded in Exodus chapter 12, and I want you to look there quickly with me. In verse 2, the Lord is declaring this month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Then verse 3, tell the whole community of Israel that on the 10th month of this day, each man is to take a lamb for his family, each one per household, and if any household is too small, for a whole lamb, they must share one of their near, with their nearest neighbor, having, having taken into account the number of people that are there. And then verse 5, the animals you choose must be a year old without defect, and you may take them for the sh from the sheep or the goats. Verse 12, on that same night I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn, both men and animals, and I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. And then verse 13, Look at verse 13. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. Friends, this is what's being repeated in the Passover Seder, that, that final meal with, his, with uh, Yeshua's disciples as he brings new meaning to that original Passover Seder that had taken place 1,500 years before. Now it's his blood that is providing this atonement, this covering. He is now the Passover lamb, the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, that takes away your sin and mine and covers us, cleanses us once and for all. The blood of the Passover lamb, Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah. It's now his body that's broken for us. His blood as the Passover lamb caused the angel of death to pass over it and now causes the angel of eternal death 
to pass over us. I'm so glad that Yeshua did that, that he laid down his life as the Lamb of God to take away our sins. Recently, I traveled to Jerusalem with a camera crew and was granted permission by the authorities to film an actual Seder meal in the historic spot known as the Upper Room. Here now is a clip from that video in Jerusalem as I head up the stairs to the Upper Room. We're talking about the place where Yeshua, where Jesus celebrated that final Seder with his disciples, the Last Supper, which was actually a Passover meal with his disciples, the traditional Passover Seder meal as he prepared himself to be led as the Passover lamb to the slaughter. Now, first of all, the Passover was a, uh, a commanded observance in Torah for the children of Israel as part of a cycle of celebration, as part of a cycle of feasts. And in Leviticus chapter 23, we're given this cycle and we're, it begins with the Passover and unleavened bread. In Leviticus 23, look at verse 4 with me. It says, these are the Lord's appointed feasts, the sacred assemblies you are to proclaim at their appointed times. The Lord's Passover begins at twilight on the 14th day of the first month. The Passover was the very first instituted celebration of the year that took place in the first of the month in the biblical calendar, Abib or Nisan. So let's go on from there. On the 15th day of the month, verse 6, the Lord's Feast of Unleavened Bread begins for seven days you must eat bread made without yeast. On the first day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. For seven days, present an offering made to the Lord by fire. And on the seventh day, hold a sacred assembly. Now, I want to draw your attention again to verse 7 specifically, which says the first day you are to hold a sacred assembly and do no work. This is the command to observe what we call the Seder meal. This is where we remember the exodus out of Egypt, and this is what Yeshua was celebrating with his disciples. When we, when we use the terminology, the Lord's Supper or the Last Supper, it can be disconnected from the Hebraic or Jewish roots, and, and that's a big mistake because the roots of your faith are Jewish. The New Covenant is built upon the foundation of the Torah and the prophets. Jesus came to fulfill that which was written in the Torah and the prophets in the Old Testament. And there's no greater example of this than the Passover, where Yeshua is the Passover lamb that is sacrificed for us. What an incredible experience in the upper room celebrating a Passover Seder. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, I'll continue our theme, the last 24 hours of Yeshua's life as we approach Resurrection Sunday, the day that changed history forever. Stay with us. Here at Jewish Voice, our mandate is to proclaim Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by ministering to the physical needs of some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing to bring humanitarian aid to a remote Lost Tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, Balemba, 
This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We urgently need the help of friends like you to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a DVD by Rabbi Jonathan Burness that was highlighted on today's program. His final footsteps, retracing the last 24 hours of Jesus' life. In this inspiring presentation filmed on location in Jerusalem, Rabbi Burness takes you step-by-step step through the most important 24 hours in history. He starts at Jesus' final Passover in the upper room and retraces the Messiah's footsteps until his body is laid in the garden tomb. As you follow Jesus in his last pivotal hours on earth where he made the ultimate sacrifice for you, it will deepen your understanding of the great love he has for you and the many blessings that will unfold when you choose to follow him. Along with it, we also want you to have this final footsteps devotional made up of 24 different devotions. It takes you through each of the last 24 hours of Jesus' day on earth, his final conversations, his final meal, and even his final breath. It's a wonderful reminder that his life, death, and resurrection brings all believers eternal life. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $125 or more today, to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this beautifully crafted one-of-a-kind Jerusalem landscape, which is a unique design made just for Jewish voice. It's an exquisite representation of the ancient holy city and would look wonderful displayed in your home or office. And it also serves as an excellent reminder of how important it is to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, to let Israel know they are not alone. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. This week I'm teaching on the last 24 hours of Yeshua's life, a day that changed the world forever. Now, I just talked about the Passover Seder uh, in the Upper Room, a place called the Upper Room. This is on the Mount of Olives. Following the Seder meal, Jesus took his disciples, went down across the Kidron Valley and up the slope of the Mount of Olives to a garden called Gethsemane to pray. Now the word Gethsemane is derived from two Hebrew words, Gat, which means a place for pressing oil or wine, and Shemanim, which means oils. During the time of Yeshua, heavy stone slabs were lowered onto olives that had already been crushed in an olive crusher. Now, there's two things I want to bring out uh, from Matthew chapter 26. This is really where Yeshua's suffering begins because he's tormented over the reality about what he's about to face. And he asked his disciples after this dinner in verse 36, sit here while I go over there and pray. And it says that he took Peter and his two son, the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled and declared that his soul was overwhelmed and asked his the closest disciples, his closest friends, to keep watch with him, to watch him pray 
and of course they fall asleep on the job. And I think this is an exhortation to us to watch and pray. Uh, and it's very often that when I'm ready to pray, there's some distraction. I fall asleep, I get a phone call, something happens, we need to watch and pray. I think this is a warning. And then the second thing uh, which really grabs my attention is verse 42. It says, he went away a second time and prayed, my father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Not everything in our walk with the Lord is easy or the choice that we would want to take, but it's about His will. It's about the, the fact that we are dead and Messiah now lives in us. I want to share another clip with you from our DVD, His Final Footsteps. This is a teaching in Jerusalem from the Garden of Gethsemane. Take a look. The olive groves here on the Mount of Olives called Gethsemane, or uh, more accurately in Hebrew, two Hebrew words, Gachmonim, olive press, is one of the places we know is authentic uh, because we're on the slope of the Mount of Olives, the Kidron Valley is right below us. Many of these trees, these olive trees, were here 2,000 years ago when Yeshua walked this earth. So this is one of the locations we know with certainty is authentic. And the Bible tells us that Yeshua came here often to pray and uh, he knew and in his humanity that he needed to be strengthened in prayer. Yeshua was the Son of God, he was divine, but at the same time, he was human and he was drained. Gethsemane is two Hebrew words, gachmonim, it means olive press. And I think that's so apropos, like olives being pressed, out comes the oil and when we're pressed, when we go through the trials and tribulations of life, they're not easy, they're not fun, they're not pleasant, but that pressing, brings out the oil, the anointing. We need to be refreshed uh, by spending time in the presence of the Lord. So I encourage you to do that. This was a peaceful place that was part of Yeshua's custom to come here. Just imagine what these trees saw when Yeshua came with his disciples on that final day of his life, just hours before he was sentenced to death and carried his cross to his own crucifixion and died for our sins. And here in his humanity, he cried out to God and, and said, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. I love that. That prayer of Yeshua strengthened him for what was next. I'll be teaching more on this tomorrow and I hope that you'll join me then. Still to come, one of the oldest surviving Jewish communities in the world, the Beta Israel in Ethiopia. Something amazing is happening among this ancient Jewish community. Find out just ahead on Jewish Voice. Make a memory of a lifetime by recommitting your love and renewing your vows on the Jewish Voice 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Join Rabbi Jonathan Burnus and his family April 16th through April 23rd and enjoy the beautiful white sand beaches and tranquil turquoise waters of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas on one of the world's newest and largest luxury cruise liners. It's the perfect place to not only celebrate the miracle of Passover, but to rededicate your marriage to each other and to God. The 
rededication of marriage vows will be officiated by Rabbi Jonathan Vernus under a traditional Jewish kuppah, the marriage canopy. You will also receive a beautiful certificate validating your continued commitment to each other, and the event will continue with a festive reception and formal dinner. Don't miss out on the perfect opportunity to share something meaningful with your loved one. Call 1-888-435-3787 or go to jewishvoice.org slash Passover and renew your vows on the 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Here at Jewish Voice, our mandate is to share God's love by providing life-saving humanitarian aid completely free of charge to Jewish people first and also to the nations. For the last decade, we've been working among a forgotten and persecuted tribe in Ethiopia called the Beta Israel, the House of Israel. At one of our recent outreaches, they walked for miles when they heard about our clinics, and many came to know Yeshua as their Messiah, and their lives were transformed. Take a look. To many, this community may seem insignificant, but in fact, the discovery of these people and their recognition by the Israeli government is seen by some as a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. God promised that one day he would regather the remnant of Israel from all the nations they have been scattered and bring them back to their land. And although Israel has opened their doors to more than 100,000 Ethiopian Jews, thousands more remain unwelcome due to controversy over their conversion to Orthodox Christianity in generations past. Yet without proper medical care and medicines, many of these people will never be able to make the journey back to their homeland. Jewish Voice Ministries has made it their mission to travel to remote areas of the world, like here in Gondar, to provide free medical, dental, and eye clinics to these impoverished Jewish communities in the hopes that they will survive and flourish and one day return to the land of their fathers. Come, come. Thank you for being so patient. Thank you for being so patient. Look at these precious people. Many of them are Jewish. Thank you for your patience. Welcome. We're going to help you. We're going to help you now. Thank you for waiting. Go right on in. You know, <laughs> we're treating thousands of people this week. Between 12 and 15,000 people will go through this three-foot uh, doorway, this, this gate. I, I'm reminded of the scripture that says the, the way to salvation is, is a narrow path and a narrow door that leads to salvation. But Yeshua, Jesus said, I am the door. If you enter me, through me, you will find life. And that's why we're doing this, so people can find life. We want them to go through this door so they can find the true door, Yeshua, Jesus. And it's your partnership, welcome that makes it possible for us to open up this door of life for thousands of people here in Gondar, Ethiopia. So I want to say thank you. Thank you on behalf of all of us at Jewish Voice for helping us to help these precious people go through this door and find the true life that's found through Yeshua, the door of life. Word spreads quickly of Jewish Voice's medical clinic around Gondar and the people begin to trek from miles around to get this free help. Because so many live in isolated rural areas and without a proper census, it's difficult to estimate how many of the Beta Israel remain here, but there are thousands. 
I put her down as no. All right, just walking in with It is very difficult to say how much are still here in Ethiopia and Gondor, but it is estimated 20,000 and even more because you know it is very difficult to make census because they live in the remote area and we think there are more than 20,000 remaining here in Gondor. Doctors on the front lines determine the condition of each person. Those with life-threatening conditions are expedited to the front of the line to receive immediate care. Let's ban these people in this whole line so we could walk them up, okay? Uh, my guys walk the medical lines to get the chronically ill people so we could push them to the front of the line. Volunteer pediatricians from many nations travel with Jewish Voice to treat children just like these in Gondar. From providing the most basic pediatric care to treating children who are chronically ill and dying, Jewish Voice hasn't forgotten the smallest and perhaps most vulnerable descendants of these scattered tribes of Israel. Many are also lined up today, some for the first time ever, to receive free dental care that's part of every Jewish Voice clinic outreach. Volunteer dentists work tirelessly to help as many patients as they can on each trip. But the opportunity to provide such necessary and sometimes life-saving care is second only to the opportunity Jewish Voice has to transform lives spiritually by proclaiming the good news of salvation in Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. The medical care and dental care and eye care that we provide completely free of charge is a way to earn a platform to share our faith because ultimately the most important thing is not physically helping them, although that's important and it stands by itself, but it's, it's meeting their spiritual needs. So that's why we do this. Uh, I heard this adage as a child, it's always stuck with me. People don't care what you know until they know that you care. Come, come. Thank you for being so patient. Thanks for coming. Hi. Come right on in. As a result of these important humanitarian and spiritual outreaches, like this one here in Ethiopia, teams of volunteer medical professionals dedicated to blessing the Jewish people have witnessed tens of thousands of transformed lives and miracles of healing. A Muslim lady, just by the love that I showed her, wanted to know the God that I serve purely by my love because she was suffering so tremendously and I held her in my arms and I even cried with her. It was just the right time I said, God, thank you because you let me know that what I'm doing is exactly what you want me to do. And just like Jonathan Bernard says, it's not what you say, it's what you do. We're gonna help you today, yes we are! I'm gonna, if I could take them home with me, if I could take them all home with me, I would do it, but, but I can't. I can't, and I wanna do as much as I can. That's what the volunteers that are with me feel. We wanna do as much as we possibly can. And it's like digging in sand because more come. You treat thousands and more come because the need is so great. Believing we are living in the days God promised to restore the Jewish people physically and spiritually, Jonathan Burness is passionate to see the fulfillment of Israel's destiny, to return to their land and to their God.
We'd love to have you come with us on one of our upcoming outreaches. It will absolutely change your life. You'll never be the same. Now, there's a cost involved, but believe me, it will be worth it. For more information, you can call the number on your screen or go to jewishvoice.tv. A final thought when we come back. Stay with us. Here at Jewish Voice, our mandate is to proclaim Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by ministering to the physical needs of some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing to bring humanitarian aid to a remote lost tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We urgently need the help of friends like you to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a DVD by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus that was highlighted on today's program. His final footsteps, retracing the last 24 hours of Jesus's life. In this inspiring presentation filmed on location in Jerusalem, Rabbi Burnus takes you step-by-step step through the most important 24 hours in history. He starts at Jesus's final Passover in the upper room and retraces the Messiah's footsteps until his body is laid in the garden tomb. As you follow Jesus in his last pivotal hours on earth where he made the ultimate sacrifice for you, it will deepen your understanding of the great love he has for you and the many blessings that will unfold when you choose to follow him. Along with it, we also want you to have this Final Footsteps devotional made up of 24 different devotions. It takes you through each of the last 24 hours of Jesus' day on earth, his final conversations, his final meal, and even his final breath. It's a wonderful reminder that his life, death, and resurrection brings all believers eternal life. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $125 or more today, to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this beautifully crafted one-of-a-kind Jerusalem landscape, which is a unique design made just for Jewish voice. It's an exquisite representation of the ancient holy city and would look wonderful displayed in your home or office. And it also serves as an excellent reminder of how important it is to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, to let Israel know they are not alone. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. Thank you so much for watching today. I'm going to be teaching on the last 24 hours of Yeshua's life on earth, his final footsteps all this week. So be sure to join us again tomorrow. And for all of you celebrating Easter, or as I like to call it, Resurrection Day this Sunday, 
Have a blessed day, for he has risen indeed. I close with a reminder from Psalm 122, 6, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. God promises to prosper those who love Israel enough to pray. So if you want to prosper, pray for Israel. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you.